This NFL Conference Championship Playoff Props Edition of the PropCast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off of everything when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the PropCast. He is Crispy Cappin. I am Rod Gomez, and we are here to break down the championship playoff weekend. I, I tell you what, I am stoked for a couple of reasons. One, because obviously, the closer we get to the Super Bowl, the more intense the playoff games get. And secondly, on Sunday, I get to cheer on my San Francisco 49ers to make it to yet another, uh, hopefully, Super Bowl by the time it's all said and done. But yeah, I mean, look at I'm looking forward to this weekend, and, and I know that most football fans are. But Chris, um, what are you more excited about this weekend, watching the uh, the Chiefs lose or watching the Niners win? <laughs> Hey, Era, I think uh, uh, I think I'm a little excited for for both of the games specifically. I'm not sure how the Kansas City game is gonna is how you guys are gonna fare out, but I do see that total going up. So uh, you know, we 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 get a higher total in that game. So typically, you know, more more of those overs that you like. And Kansas City gets Baltimore, man, uh, another road game, uh, you know, dog game to 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 bet on Patrick Mahomes if that's the side that you like, but. You know, Baltimore has been uh, just clicking on all cylinders. So it is interesting and exciting to be able to handicap these games and, you know, come up with some player props. I'm excited to jump into it. Let's do it, right? You know, Conspiracy Nation, though, has this whole thing. And, man, I, I think I'm going absolutely bonkers just trying to keep up with all the conspiracy theorists. It's a, oh, my God, the logos, colors are red and purple. That means that uh, the Ravens and the Niners. And then there's the the folks that are saying, you know, oh, the, the Chiefs definitely had the, the refs help them out to get where they're at. It's just, It's so tiresome. <laughs> but, I mean, again, like, I don't know that any of that is actually true or you can back any of that up. It just, it's frustrating to, to sort of sift through it. But I will say that uh, I would not mind a Niners Ravens rematch in the Super Bowl because uh, we need the revenge for what happened in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Right. And it, and it has to be a little bit more emotional. You got to feel a little bit more attached, get maybe a little bit harder to go to sleep at night, a little more excited to wake up in the morning. Cause you know, you're, you're a day closer when it's your team, right? This is the final four, right? If this is NCAA basketball, we're talking about the final four. So when and you're in and uh, sets up for a great matchup this weekend for, for both teams uh, here. Uh, Indeed. Uh, we actually, we had a pretty decent weekend uh, when it came to the props uh, for last weekend. And uh, I know that my CJ Stroud passing touchdown came nowhere near uh, cashing on that one. Unfortunately, he didn't even throw a single touchdown. His Cinderella story pretty much came to an end. But uh, overall, uh, I, Laporta, right, and then and then Cook as well. Um, how'd you do overall there, Chris? 
I did. So I, I got hooked on Kelsey. Uh, was over on his five and a, oh five and a half uh, reception. He finished with five, of course. And then Patrick Mahomes passing yards also went under. He didn't need the two hundred and fifty two and a half passing yards that I thought that he would need in that game. So we did hit on Singletary to go under sixteen and a half rushing yards. Um, so that was a you know that that was a bright spot. And then the the, the touchdown is what what saved me. Um, you know, looking at. Uh, Kelsey to get in the end zone was 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 good for me. So uh, b- by balance, but it could have been a much better day. And I, you know, one one reception from Travis Kelsey, and you know, it's a it's a great day. We only have one losses instead of the two, but overall, you know, pretty good. I won't I won't I won't complain too much here, right? And we had some great games overall. Like that was the thing about the weekend. There were some very competitive games. Games that I mean, again, we we thought would be in the bag for a couple of teams, and yet. There was a lot of competition. I mean, the, the Packers took it to the Niners. It was it was not easy. And look, I'm not going to get on a soapbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to stay off of my soapbox because this is not the the, the uh, podcast for it. But I'm just going to say what more does does Brock Purdy have to prove to you? Like, I don't not you personally, Chris, but like the world, you know, this guy, they, they keep saying, oh, well, the only reason he's good is because he's got a team around him. Yeah, but we've seen quarterbacks with fantastic teams around them tank it's not all what uh, the quarterback does it's not all what the rest of the team does it's what they both do together and there's something special going on in san francisco just like there's something special going on in baltimore just like there's something special going on in kansas city you can't i mean you took away tyree kill from patrick mahomes dude still in the afc divisional or the conference championship so again it's it that's that's just me like these guys are here for a reason they're playing the top level ball that they can play and and i don't know that you can sit there and pick apart any one part of all of their games yeah i think uh i think you're right right when you make it this far uh most of the time is no mistake right this isn't ncaa basketball where you know it's 100 teams and you just got to be the best team on you know one given night these teams are number we got two number one seeds first and foremost and then we got two number three seeds that could have easily been number two seeds as well so i think you know just looking at the seeding and uh all of these teams begin the the season with with expectations to to hoist the the, the, the trophy they they wanted to win the super bowl and they had aspirations to be here so it's, i don't think it's a mistake at all that these are the final four that we have left here uh, No, I don't either. And there's going to be definitely enough to bet on, and we will get to all of that. But first, let's tell you about prize picks. Here's the thing about prize picks, right? It's fantastic. Those of you who are not in legal gambling states can still get the thrill of it all by going on to prize picks. And all you have to do to play this, it's simple. There are numbers for you to choose from, right? So like right now, you're looking at Patrick Mahomes, 199.5 passing yards. All you have to do is pick more or less on that. Is he going to throw for more than 199? Is he going to throw for less than 199? That's up to you to decide, and you pick that. You do that a couple of times, up to even five times, you are going to get a payout increase each time you make another selection. So if all of those hit for you, you are going to be a very happy camper uh, by the end of it. And it's so easy to do. Again, all these picks, they're all there for you. Not just the quarterbacks, but you get rushing yards, you get rushing and receiving yards, uh, you get defensive stats even. There's so much to choose from, and I absolutely love prize picks. It has been something that I've enjoyed doing all season long uh, because, as you know, California can't do any of the legal betting, but I can do prize picks and I can still cash as if I was doing all of that 
Plus, there's quick withdrawals, uh, and it's simple to play. Like I said, you submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. We're going to be doing a prize picks entry at the end of this with some of our best uh, our best picks on the day. So make sure you stick around for that. We've had a couple of those cash. Unfortunately, last week did not cash because uh, CJ Stroud pretty much did not hold up the uh, the end of the bargain. But we'll still make it work for you as well. So go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN. You're going to get a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN. All right, Chris. Well, I believe it is time now for us to start laying out some of our favorite prop picks for the day. I'll turn to you, my friend. Where are we going first? We are going to Baltimore. And I actually got a couple uh, plays in this game, but we'll start with, with a quarterback and then we'll talk about the other quarterback too. I actually like both of these quarterbacks and like both of these props. Number one, I'm going to Patty. Patty Mahomes, I think that if, you know, I'm looking at this touchdown specifically, over one and a half, uh, I'm taking it over. I think if, you know, this one's pretty simple. If Kansas City is going to win this game, then they have to score. And if they have to score, they have to do it through the air, right? We know Baltimore's defense, they give up 0.3, right? 0.3 rushing touchdowns per game. So that's like one in every three games you may score a touchdown against them through through the ground. Of course, that's the best in uh, in, in the NFL on the season. <clears throat> and that's just what they do. They, they, they shut the run down. They also, uh, you know, allow teams to run the ball just 23.4 times. So about four, 24 times per game, which is the fourth fewest as well. They, they make you one dimensional. And uh, if I have anybody that's going to be one dimensional on the opposite side, just let it be Mahomes. I think Mahomes continues to air, air it out uh, this this week. We, we, we failed on this passing yards last week. He only finished with 215. But guess what he did have, right? He had two touchdowns. Two passing touchdowns for him uh, last week uh, versus Buffalo. And um, he's actually passed for two touchdowns or more in seven of his last eight playoff games as well. So this one, like I said, pretty simple for me. Give me give me Patrick Mahomes and, you know, back against the wall. Uh, road dog roll. Yeah. A, a dog in general role for Mahomes. Give me give me Patrick Mahomes over. Because, uh, like I said, I think if if they if they score the ball, it'll have to be through the air here, right? So I like Patrick Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. Minus 105, too, over on ESPN bet. So you're not playing any juice at all for this. You know, there's a reason that the announcers hammer home the importance of playoff Mahomes, right? I mean, it's not as if that's without any basis of of, uh, of just theory. It, it, it's truth. Like Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is one of those guys where you basically can just nail down whatever you want and, and call it. Unfortunately, like you said, the passing yards weren't there, but I mean, look, Pacheco was actually running like a man on fire. Like there was a lot of great things going on in that game uh, for, for Kansas city to where it wasn't all on Mahomes. which by the way, I'm sure he was very happy about that. Uh, and, and listen, Kelsey is playing like a man on fire right now, as far as just, you know, being able to, to be where he needs to be for his quarterback. Now, granted, again, we didn't hit the receptions total, got hooked on it, but that doesn't mean that he didn't have a good game. He just did more with less, right, in that instance. And Rasheed Rice, obviously another gigantic factor in that as well. So I could see either one of those guys getting into the, the end zone twice, let alone both of them getting in once. So um, I'm kind of with you on this one. I definitely like Patrick Mahomes. And, and this is going to be... I think this is going to be a sneaky scoring game, kind of like the, the total is being raised, right? But a lot of people are agreeing with that. I think we think it's going to be a defensive struggle because Baltimore's got a good defense, and so does Kansas City as far as 
sometimes when they want to be good. But uh, but I think both of these teams are going to be able to put up points. So, yeah, I definitely am with you on the Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, I'll go to the other quarterback. Hopefully you don't have this one. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I've got his completions. Uh, I'm going to take the over on his completions. Is that the one you had? No, it's not. I got another one on, okay, on uh, Jackson, but it's not not this one. So take it away, Rob. What you got? Sweet. Uh, so Lamar Jackson's completion is set at uh, 19 and a half. This one's at minus 105 as well. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and take the over because, you know, again, like I said, I'm not getting bullied into taking all the unders. And, and I know that it's not necessarily um, something that Lamar Jackson does a lot. In fact, in his playoff game against the Texas last, Texans last week, he only had 16 completions and then his final regular season game against Miami only at 18, but 23 uh, against San Francisco, 24 against the Rams, um, 21 against Seattle, 21 against Detroit, 21 against Tennessee, 22 against Pittsburgh. He's done this several times over in the course of the season. And if we think again, the way, I mean, look, when you're talking about uh, the Chiefs, what do you want to do against them? You want to throw against them. That secondary is not scary, right? And and they've had a good defense for the most part uh, this season, but that secondary is not scary. In fact, uh, last week, Josh Allen completed 26 passes against them. Uh, Easton Stick completed 28 against them, right? I mean, it's, it's a matter of them being able to just uh, throw at will against these guys. Tua actually had 20 completions against them. So the last three games that they've played, they've allowed the quarterback to throw for more than 19 and a half completions. Um, in fact, they're averaging 20.26 completions per game this season to opposing quarterbacks. Um, over the last, what is it? Over the last three games, 24.7. Uh, and then away from home, they're 23.8 that they're allowing against uh, against opposing quarterbacks completions wise. So again, this isn't something that Lamar and the, the Ravens are, are completely famous for. Obviously, we know they like to run the ball. Um, but in this game, I believe that they're going to have to throw a little more and they're going to want to throw a little more because I think Kansas City is going to stack against the run and, and do a good job of kind of limiting the damage. So yeah, give me Lamar Jackson over 19 and a half completions on this one at minus 105. Yeah, Rod, difficult to to talk you off of that. Like you said, it's not a number that he hits too consistently, but it's a situational spot, right? Sometimes you can't just go off what the data says, right? And we do expect, uh, you know, Andy Reid and, and you know, the rest of that defensive uh, staff to, like you said, they, I mean, they got to stack the box, right? You, we know Baltimore loves to run the ball. We've been on this podcast, uh, you know, throughout the season talking about how they dominate time of possession, uh, they really like to keep your your offense on the field and wear out your defense over time. So um, I I would agree with you on the over, uh, you know, for his passing uh, attempts because I think he'll have to pass the ball. But the way I chose to play Lamar is I actually took his passing yards to go under uh, plus money at, on, on DraftKings at, at plus 100. Um, and while I think this, so it's the perfect correlation to what you talked about, right? While he can go over to the reception, uh, the, the actual completions, he hasn't really been passing for, you know, 225, 230, even 211, which is what this number is, uh, you know, yards. So I looked at Kansas City and their rush defense has not been that elite. So even though they will potentially stack the box, they still allow them four and a half yards per carry on the on the on the on the ground uh, throughout the season, which is, you know, bottom bottom five It is actually 25th. Uh, they allow 26 rushes per games and they're susceptible to. Uh, you know, more rushes in my estimation than they are passes. And meanwhile, 
against the pass, they've actually been pretty good. Even though they've been giving up the completions, like you said, Rod, they only allowed 177.6 yards per game, which is the fourth fewest over the entirety of the season. Lamar, he's actually just passed for 152 against Houston last week, and he ran the ball, right, 11 times. So I think, you know, when push comes to shove, uh, especially in a big moment like this, and we know the narrative about Lamar Jackson and how, you know, he gets to the big game and then never can win it. Uh, I do think that he may revert back to using his legs a little bit more than using his arm. So uh, with him rushing the ball, with Kansas City being able to, you know, limit uh, uh, teams from uh, getting big uh, passing yards against them, they do a good job of kind of tackling. And I think that, you know, making sure there's not a lot of yak, not a lot of of yards after the catch. And I think that's where uh, we can both be successful here, right? The, the, he gets the, you know, the short completions. It's not like Lamar's airing the ball down the field. He's not throwing for big chunk plays. So, um, you know, since week 15, the Chiefs have only allowed uh, 200 passing yards or more to Easton Stick of all quarterbacks. The other five, Rod, have actually gone under this number of 211 passing yards. So I did take Lamar to go under 211 passing yards, but I could not talk you off him to, you know, potentially, uh, you know, go over his uh, actual completion percent, uh, completion mark because they kind of correlate. I like, I like both of those. Eight. Eight. That is the number of yards per completion that Lamar Jackson had the entire season eight yards per uh, uh yeah per completion uh, unbelievable right i mean that's just it, it seems like it, it should be way higher but you're right he does throw a lot of short passes and he does throw a lot of uh, uh passes that don't go for a lot of yards after the catch so last week against the texans it was 6.9 right it wasn't a whole hell of a lot either so um yeah he can complete a lot of passes but they're not going to go for very far so i i like your I like your uh, take on that one as well. Uh, All right, we'll be back with more, but let me tell you about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting, it's a brand new way and a better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, not just sports, though, politics, pop culture, other events, as long as it's got a verifiable outcome, plus it's tons of fun, and it's got social features that give it the feel of a betting social network if you ever i mean listen we are are basically you know we love to go to the books for all of our bets but if you can sit there and tag your buddy and say listen i want to take you on -on one-on-one doesn't that make it a lot more fun now you're going to sit around saturday and and you're going to talk trash all day over text on your cut bet that adds a whole lot more of a, a nice little twist to your weekend than does just betting against the books but cut offers the lowest vig and you get fully customizable odds which means you can create your own bets even better, Cut handles all the payment side of things so you never have to chase anybody down for money ever again. Social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, so much more, and rewards. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot 
and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We are giving, oh, well, not giving it away, but we are giving you a nice little deal on everything in the merch store right now. So head over to that merch store, buy yourself some NFL gambling podcast gear, some sports gambling podcast network gear, maybe some NASCAR gambling gear. I'm not saying, I mean, I don't know who the host of that show is, but he would certainly appreciate if you bought some. Uh, And if you do, if you use the promo code playoffs, we're going to give you 15% off of everything in the store now until the end of the month. We're competing against other shows for a bonus. So if you tell, if you buy some gear, it doesn't matter what gear it is, just let them know that you were sent by the PropCast and we will get credit for that. So uh, I love, I just got myself my new brand new SGP hoodie or uh, uh, beanie. I'm about to get a new SGPN duffel bag. So much in that merch store. Use promo code playoffs, get 15% off of everything until the end of January. All right, Chris, let's move over to our next prop. What do you have for us? I know you said you're uh, taking another another page out of that. Yeah, so so Patrick Mahomes, number one, and then Lamar Jackson, under. So Patrick oh. Mahomes, over one and a half passing touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, under 210 passing yards. Uh, so that's two for me so far. So far, uh, I'll kick it back to you. I, I swear, I moon off lets me host this show, and I sometimes <laughs> don't know why because I can't count my fingers. I know you did, you did such a good job, Rod. That he said, You know what? I'm gonna take the day off again. I might just, you know, move myself into you know a, a, a hiring role and I'll look for you know more talent. <laughs> he just knows that when the lights get brighter, he wants to shrink away a little bit, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, whatever. Uh, all right, well, then let me turn my attention to the uh, to the did you just call him Dak Prescott, Rod? Oh, <laughs> no, I want this job. <laughs> no, Moon off. You're not Dak Prescott. We love you. Come back, please. Uh, I'm going to turn my attention to the Niners and Detroit game before I get fired. Uh, I'm going to take Jared Goff. Uh, I know that everybody thinks I'm going to probably take Purdy, but I, I'm, I'm going to leave Purdy out of this one. I want to cheer for him without something on the line. So I'm going to go to the other side of it. I'm going to take Jared Goff. I'm going to take his passing yards. Uh, they're set at 259 and a half. Give me the under on this one. Look, 49ers have been embarrassed over the last few weeks as far as just, again, I already made my case for why we need to leave Brock Purdy alone, but this team in general, they, they just seem to be the team that everybody loves to hate right now because they're achieving things that they probably shouldn't be achieving with uh, a quarterback that literally was the last guy picked in the draft right? This defense is fantastic, but also uh, has been a little susceptible at times, right? But not over the last few weeks. Hell no. Jordan Love, only 194. Jordan Love, who everybody was like, oh, he's going to roast this 49er secondary. He did not roast anything. And in fact, uh, he got roasted himself with some untimely interceptions. So 194 for Jordan Love. Carson Wentz, through 163 against them. I know it's Carson Wentz. I get it. Sam Howell, 169. Even Lamar, only 252 against them. This is the MVP. This is the guy that that stuck it to the Niners, right? They kicked the Niners' ass. Yeah, but he only threw for 252 yards in the process. Um, Kyler Murray, only 211. Drew Locke got 269, but Drew Locke was playing from behind a lot of that as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 298. 
All I'm saying is that over the last few weeks, the 49ers have locked everybody down. And I know, I know that Jared Goff is the second coming of Christ himself, but I will say that even he uh, is going to be, he's going to have trouble this week. The last couple of games, he's gone over this mark for sure. 287 against uh, Tampa, 277 against the Rams, 320 in that final game uh, of the regular season against Minnesota, um, 271 against Dallas, 257. We know, I know, I get it. Jared Goff has thrown the ball a lot. Jared Goff has, you know, completed a lot of passes. He's thrown for a lot of yards, but he also has to face a 49ers defense that is out to prove that one last week was a fluke as far as, uh, just being that close to to Green Bay and, and giving them that game, almost giving them that game. And two, this has been a tough defense all year long. So, I mean, this isn't going to be a walk in the park. Plus, Goff is on the road, right? Goff is, is back again in San Francisco where he hasn't necessarily always been the most successful, especially when he was at the Rams. So, uh, yeah, give me, give me Jared Goff under 259 and a half passing yards. This is at minus 115. Yeah, some people would say you're playing with fire here, Rod, just because your defense has been so good. And they expect that Jared Goff has to throw the ball unless they're going to lose by 120, right? Because we know San Francisco's rush defense is number one in the, you know opponent rushes per game. They're only allowing teams to run the ball. Well, I wouldn't say allowing, but forcing teams to pass the ball, put it like that, uh, because they're only giving up 22 rushes per game, which is you know number one. Also, opponent rushing plays 36% of the time, which means that they're passing – 64% of the time. Uh, so, you know, this, th- to me, this goes back to a uh, statement game. Like you said, right? Like, you know, Jared Goff plays a lot better at home, which is where we kind of got a chance to, you know, see him go over in those last two games against the Rams, against the Bucks. We know he's always been, you know, just a little bit better, uh, you know, with, when he plays against uh, this, um, uh, plays specifically in that dome, right? When he plays at Ford Field, Uh and the Bucs, uh, not the Bucs, the, the Lions have played well. They, they've they over, uh, I know earlier I said, you know, all four of these teams thought that they would, you know, want to, um, you know, uh, be in this spot. But maybe not, maybe not the, the, the Detroit Lions. I probably should have prefaced by saying that. Uh, this, this to me feels like a number that's set a little too high, Rod, probably because the total's moving up as well. And we're maybe not expecting these defenses to play as well as much. But I, I would kind of, you know, have some caution with taking Jared Goff to go over as well. You're a braver man than me for actually taking it, but I would lean towards the under here with you as well. Well, I will say that in his uh, nine career games uh, against the 49ers, he's averaging 213.1 passing yards per game. He did have 338 a couple of years ago when he faced the Niners uh, in 2021. A little bit of a different defense than then, uh, but 198 before that in 2020, 198 again uh, with the Rams. Look, it's just been hard sledding for Jared Goff against the 49ers. And again, he's only faced him once with the Lions a couple of years ago against a much, much different defense. He's not facing Chase Young and, and Bosa and, you know, all of these guys uh, that are up front. It's it's a different defense. So, all right, uh, Chris, where are we going next? We are going to unmute ourselves. <laughs> we are going to unmute ourselves. That's where we're going for minus one ten, right? Uh, no, I'm so, sorry about that. Uh, we're going to we're going to your game uh, here, right? We are going to um, the the guy that's made us probably the most money on the whole propcast. His name is Christian McCaffrey, but we call him on the propcast. We call him Mister CMC. 
And that's where we're going. I specifically wanted to target Christian McCaffrey uh, on his receptions, right? I love, love, love the receptions for Christian McCaffrey in this spot. Numbers four and a half, not juiced. Minus 115, if you shop around, uh, is what where I found the, the best number. I found that over on Caesar Sportsbook. Um, CMC has been killing this line. And I expect him to have the ball in his hands a ton. One, because, I mean, he's just really, really great. Two, to continue to alleviate that pressure off Brock Purdy in this spot. And that Detroit defense, right, if they do anything at all, they, they take pride uh, in stopping the run. We've, I've made a lot of money fading opponent r- rushing, uh, you know, running backs uh, attempts and yards over against them throughout the season. But they actually can struggle against the pass. CMC, looking at him specifically, seven receptions last week on 12 targets, right? We hadn't seen CMC get 12 targets throughout the season. So what did that tell me? His usage rate is up, right? So so I love I love that aspect. Um, you know, 12 targets on uh, in in seven receptions last week. Four. He he had four versus the Commanders, but that game didn't count. They were trying to just get, you know, get to end of the season over with. Uh, and you guys beat us really, really bad in the first half. So he didn't play too much in the second half. But going, you know, looking back even farther, he had five against uh, Baltimore. He had uh, he had six versus Baltimore. He had five against Arizona. And the targets are extremely consistent, right? Outside of the 12 that I just mentioned, he has targets of five, five, and 10. He doesn't drop too many passes. We know he's a dual threat out of that backfield. And then there's also, I do think that Debo's going to play, right? De- Debo's listed as questionable, but, but, even if he even if he is a glimpse, you know, just a small amount, the smallest fragment of not being 100 percent, Brock Purdy is going to be looking towards uh, towards CMC even more in this spot. So um, I, I want to try to attack Detroit uh, specifically on the road, right, where they haven't been. And I think CMC's receptions over four and a half is the way that I, I would want to do it the best. So give me CMC in this spot over his four and a half receptions here. right? I mean, listen, the thing about it is that and I and I, I've said this pretty much all season long i feel like it's is that with christian mccaffrey this offense is so much better as far as getting him touches i mean it, you you can't go wrong putting the ball in his hand he runs like a wrecking ball straight through the line you know he can bounce outside and break everybody's ankles and and he can run routes and so the 49ers are 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 smart to get him involved and defenses try to scheme against it but unfortunately it doesn't matter if you scheme against Christian McCaffrey cuz he's going to find a way to beat you anyways so yes anytime you can get him the ball i'll take any of his his overs at this point it's it's always to me i'd rather lose taking an over than lose by taking an under on Christian McCaffrey that's that's kind of my mindset if if i lose and he doesn't hit the mark oh well but more often than not, he's going to hit that mark. So I'm going to be happier more often than not, right? That's called uh, good betting advice 101, right? <laughs> I, I didn't know I'd be giving that out today. That's that's pretty good. Um, all right. So my last one also involves a, uh, a reception total for a 49ers player. And I'm going to go ahead and take uh, George Kittle. I've been saying this all week long. I don't care what his number is at. Go ahead and take the over on it. And uh, his reception total is at four and a half right now. And his over is at plus 105. So they're not expecting George Kittle to get uh, five catches. And I get it. That's fine. Last week, he only got four. The week before, he got three. Uh, Before that, he got seven against Baltimore. Two, three, four. It's not something he does very often. Uh, In fact, he doesn't catch five passes in a game often at all. But I'll tell you this, right? George Kittle, much like Christian McCaffrey, is the heart and soul of of this offense and George Kittle can beat you in so many different ways right he can block 
for uh, Christian McCaffrey or whoever the running back is. He can catch passes. Um, you know, he could be a decoy. Like George Kittle is probably the most unselfish player out of a team full of unselfish players. But I also think that, like you said, if Debo's a little bit nicked up, and and listen, let's be honest with you, even if he's at 100%, wouldn't you want to kind of, you know, get it? You want to get him the ball because he's one of the best players on the field for sure, but you don't want to use him up. So you have to kind of spread the ball around. And the big he could three, be a decoy. He could be a big, big decoy over here, right? Big decoy, right? And the big three are McCaffrey, are Debo, RIU, I guess, if you want to put him at 3.5, and Kittle. Like those are the those are the guys who who run this offense, right? The I big three point five. I like it, right? The big three point five. The big three and a, and an honorable mention. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, that's 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 what it is. And so I think Kittle will have at least one more catch than he did against uh, Green Bay. They were doing pretty good to shut him down, but Kittle was also catching some big big chunks of yardage, right? He was averaging twenty point three yards per reception. So that's pretty big for him. I figure one of those. He had seven targets last week. Uh, for the week before 10, four, five, six, he's getting enough to get the catches. He's just got to catch more of the ones that he's targeted on. So, um, yeah, give me, give me George Kittle. I'll take the over four and a half receptions at plus one Oh five. Uh, seems to be a pretty decent bet for me. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it, right? I, I couldn't talk you off of this one. We, we, we just talked, I mean, I just kind of gave you all the numbers to why teams typically like to attack Detroit's defense through the air versus through the ground. Right. And, and they, they don't no Don't let's not get it twisted. Dan Campbell is going to have these guys fired up and, and that Russian defense is probably going to look even better, which is going to lead to Brock Purdy throwing the ball even more. <laughs> right. So, so, uh, I just think it's all kind of correlated here, right? I'd be looking at, uh, you know, Kittle to go over his, uh, receiving, uh, prop here too. Well, and look, I'm not I'm not out here saying that Purdy's going to be out for blood or or playing with the chip on his shoulder, but I mean, you, you kind of have to think to yourself that on, on a, a stage like this, right, where Purdy's going to have to essentially come out and and play his best game ever, he's going to have to lean on those weapons that are there to prop him up, right? I mean, this is this is a go ahead and throw that five yard hook to George Kittle instead of trying to take a shot down the field to Ayuk who may be open, but not right. I mean, yeah, this is, this is a, let's, let's just dink and dunk down the field. If we have to blast a big play open with McCaffrey and, and just get off this field with a win, right? It doesn't have to be flashy. Just get off the field with a win. So, uh, all right. Uh, Chris, do you have an honorable mention? Do you have another one that you want to toss out there? Any other things before we get to our touchdown bets? No, I think I'll stay there, Rob. But I, I think there's some correlation with, uh, you know, just a couple of the props that I talked about. One, uh, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson going under on his passing yards. Uh, I just couldn't figure out which wide receiver I wanted to, which one of his weapons I think, you know, is not going to have the greatest game today because uh, today, this weekend, because I do feel like that under 210 passing yards is a, is a really good look. Um, and it also correlates with, you know, Travis Kelsey uh, receptions again, maybe, but I didn't quite get there on any of those, right? So I'll leave, I'll leave the honorable mention for you today. All right, good. I've got one honorable mention. And and this yard, look, this is one where I'm okay if you don't tail this one because it's probably going to be sick and gross to you. Um, but it's it's it feels like something that is set way too low for what very much could happen. And that's MVS. His receiving yards are at 14 and a half. All right. Now, 14 and a half for Marquez Valdez Scantling. This is at minus 110. It's not like wildly juiced uh, to where it, it's even a sexier number. But here's the thing. 
I understand. I 1000% understand that that Scanlink has like cost the Kansas City Chiefs probably more than than he has been worth all season long, to be honest with you. But last week, he actually showed up in a decent way for them, right? He had two catches, but they were both good catches, 62 yards of, of, uh, of yardage on just two catches. So they were clutch catches when they needed to be caught. Now, again, he had four targets, which was not the greatest in a Kansas City Chief offense. He had two in Miami, right? Three in the, in the final regular season game that he played in. Uh, only one target in either of those two. So he's not been a major part of this offense all season long. Let's put it that way. But I feel like 15 yards in a playoff game against the Ravens, he can't just, Mahomes just can't throw to Kelsey and Rice all day and be fine. Right. I mean, he's going to have to get MVS the ball at least once. And as we see, only one catch could turn into 15 yards or more. Like his, his longest catch last week was 32 yards. So he had a 32 yarder and a 30 yarder. And that, and that, that more than doubles his total. So, um, yeah, I mean, all it takes for any of these chiefs receivers is to catch one ball and they've, they've gone over 15 yards. So I'll, I'll take that one. I know it's not sexy. I know it'll make you feel gross, but um, it's such a low total for a Kansas City receiver. It's, it, it becomes really sexy really quickly, right? Almost like someone who loses a, a lot of weight very, very slim, uh, very, very quickly. If that one catch is 45 yards and you ladder him, right? You end up taking him to get 30 or 45 and that one catch goes for 55 yards, right? And we know, you know, Mahomes has that big playability with the arm that he has and the accuracy that he has shown us throughout the years. So uh, no way I could talk you off, uh, Scanley, just uh, MBS to just get, you know, 15 yards. He could get this, like you said, one catch, 17-yard reception, first play of the game, and Rod's like, <laughs> And then I'm like, cha-ching, ladies and gentlemen, that, that was the grossest money you'll ever make in your life, but it spends just like the best ones. Uh, so I'll take that. Um, all right, well, then let's move on to our touchdown bets. Chris, who is going to get in the end zone in this uh, conference championship round, so a couple, couple. I got. I actually like the touchdowns in this one, right? Because I, I think we have some very high skilled players, and I think we have some really good offensive coordinators to be able to get their guys in positions to be successful, and you know, get hit, hit pay dirt this week. Um, first one I'll throw out. It, it's not probably going to shock everybody, but Travis Kelsey. Uh, probably not shocking anybody. Travis Kelsey is plus money to get in the end zone this week, right? Plus 125 is where I saw it on ESPN. Bet. I came on here and talked about Travis Kelsey scoring last week. Uh, I'm not going to regurgitate all of those numbers, but I mean, this dude pretty much has, uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, if, if, you know, if Mahomes is peanut butter, this is his jelly right here. No matter what Taylor Swift says, she's the old stale bread that gets thrown away. These guys are inseparable, uh, especially when it comes to getting work done on the field. So, you know, Kelsey has a, a touchdown in, you know, so many games. I, I, I won't give out all the numbers, but uh, I like Travis Kelsey to get in the end zone because if Patrick Mahomes throws one, and I do think that's how they're going to be able to score, it's, it will be with Mahomes. Uh, also, Lamar Jackson, this dude and his legs, I do like Lamar, and I can get him at plus money as well. He's actually uh, more likely to score a touchdown uh, then Travis Kelsey is. He's only plus 105. But again, Rod, if I can get it at plus money, I know it's not the highest total, but we still got a total of about 45 points. So the books are expecting about four touchdowns to be scored. I do like Lamar Jackson to use his legs again. I do think that if the play breaks down, Lamar can get outside the pocket. We've seen him you know, plenty of times before. He's very elusive. 
so Lamar Jackson at plus 105. Uh, the other one I'll go is Amara St. Brown. Um, I think that, you know, if with you guys having such a great rush defense, I do think that if Jared Goff throws a touchdown, it probably will be to his guy that he throws the, the most targets to. So it kind of makes a lot of sense. And Amara St. Brown is plus 140 right now. So I like him. And I don't typically come on and give out this many touchdown bets, uh, right? But I, I do like those three. The long shot that I have is, wait for it, San Francisco defense and special teams to score a touchdown, plus 500 right now over on uh, Bet MGM is where you can get it. And what I looked at in this one, Rod, is for one, we get Jared Goff outside of his normal, you know, place of where he's played. He's played two games in the playoffs. Both of them, he's been comfortably in his dome where all of the fans have been rooting for him and not against them. And he's played against, you know, some subpar defenses, I say, in Tampa Bay and uh, in that Rams defense. The Rams defense is not 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 necessarily, you know, too bad. But uh, even before that, Rob, when the regular season ended and they had the game against Minnesota, that game was at home. So this dude literally has not played a home game since before the new year, right? And we're, we're this is going to be the 27th. So, you know, just out of his environment, all it takes is one throw for you guys to, we know how much speed is on that defense that you guys have. And get this right, last time he threw an interception, he hasn't thrown an interception in four weeks. But the last time he threw, he threw one, he threw two. And it, that was in Dallas, right? So another defense that that we thought it was good, but maybe maybe it wasn't. Uh, so so you know two picks against Dallas on the road. Uh, he before that, right? He threw two more picks. That was happened to be in Chicago. So we know Jared Goff is a different animal when he's not at home. So I like like you guys, just a little sprinkle on the plus five hundred long shot. But uh, Travis Kelsey plus one twenty five, Lamar Jackson plus one hundred five, Amon Brown plus one forty. Little, 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 little sprinkle right on that San Francisco defense to to, to get one as well. Uh, whether it's a scoop and score or you know just a one that they they take back to the house and uh, San Francisco really turns up to uh, this weekend plus five hundred for San Francisco I mean, here. I wish, I wish, I wish I could say that uh, the weather would be a factor for golf out there and, and that we would have a little bit of, I don't know, snow or whatever, not snow in San Francisco, but you know what I mean? Like something, something inclement, some rain, some fog, some something. Nah, it's going to be beautiful in San Francisco, 67. It's going to be, you know, just a nice, beautiful day uh, with birds singing and all that other stuff. So um, yeah, I mean, look, but I, I love, I love the defensive side of this because again, this is going to be a very, very hungry defense to prove that they are not, you know, what, what, what they let the, the Packers do against them was not the norm. Right. I mean, this is something, you know, and it wasn't as if the Packers put up a whole bunch of yards against them, but they still, they still scored against them and they still made this game closer than they really wanted it to be. So, um, yep. I love that. Uh, all right. Well then I'm going to stay in that game and I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey uh, it, there's really no value in an anytime score for Christian McCaffrey because the books realize that he's going to score. So just all minus 300, right? And that's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's like, are, are you kidding me with this nonsense? Like, no, thank you. Um, so then just give me, give me him to score two touchdowns. Um, and that's what I got two or more touchdowns. It's a plus plus one thirty five. Uh, it's the only way I think you can really get plus money against, uh, uh, uh or for a Christian McCaffrey score. Because you got to get in, in in a couple of them, like you said, and like we laid out the case for him earlier. It's just a matter of this guy is going to be 
the guy that gets the most touches, I think, out of this entire offense. And he barely ever comes off the field. And when he does, it's just for a play or two, and then he's back on it again. So, um, yeah, I mean, Chris McCaffrey, two or more touchdowns, plus 135. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, who, who's going? I'm, I'm not going to argue that against you, Rob. I think, I think he absolutely can get two touchdowns. That's why one is, you know, minus 300, and you got to, you know, lay the juice for a guy that scored two touchdowns. It was absolutely still insane to me. But uh, yeah, I mean, a, a really good matchup. And the thing about McCaffrey, Rod, is that they can be rushing and they could be receiving, right? I already told you I love his receptions in this game. And uh, he's shifty, right? It could be a screen, it could be a wheel route, it could be an out, like whatever it could be. Um, but we do expect, uh, you know, the Detroit defense specifically through the air, not to look as great um, in this spot, especially in San Francisco this weekend. So I like it, right? I could not talk you off CMC for two of them things this weekend. I like it. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. All right. Well, I am going to uh, the prize picks now so we can. Uh, oh, now it's taking me to update the app. All right. Well, never mind. Um, all right. Well, then we'll just give out our best bets. Uh, Chris, what would you what would you say is your best bet for the weekend? Best bet for the weekend, this weekend specifically, right? I think I'm going to have to go with CMC. I really like CMC in this spot, right? Over four and a half receptions. Like I said, he, he, I think he's just, you know, the, the involvement, especially what we saw last week with those targets being up to 12. Uh, if he gets another 12 target reception type game, I absolutely see him, you know, clearing this over four and a half receptions. Um, and I do think, like I said, Purdy's going to rely on him, you know, take some of that pressure and alleviate some of that pressure from Detroit's front line. Uh, you got to stay away from Aiden Hutchinson and, 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 and you know, they're, they're really strong defensive line. So give me CMC in this spot here, uh, Rob. Best bet over four and a half receptions. Yep, I like that. Uh, and then give me – I'll go ahead and take the, uh, the Kittle over four and a half receptions as well. Again, like you said, it's just a matter of them being able to try to outdo the, the, the Detroit defense and, and kind of keep themselves with the ball – and George Kittle being around the line of scrimmage, you know, maybe he releases off of a block and turns around and catches a quick one. Um, you know, he could get this done relatively quickly. So I'll take the George Kittle over four and a half uh, receptions as well. Uh, all right. Beautiful. That was that was a quick, uh, quick one. All right. So we're doing Christian McCaffrey. Uh, let's see. See, well, we're going to load this up right now as we're doing this. Um because uh, it, it actually let me do it now. So I'm going to search for McCaffrey. <clears throat> McCaffrey. Uh, where's his receptions at? Christian McCaffrey. Receptions. You said how many? Let's see. We got Christian McCaffrey. More than four and a half uh, receptions. Yes, George sir. That's it. George Kittle. More than four and a half receptions. Uh, is there one more that you want to add on to yours? Uh, we can do. Can we do? Can we add Mahomes passing touchdowns? Like I said, yeah. if they if they gonna score the ball, it's gonna have to be because they they're passing it. I don't see you know Pacheco having the greatest the greatest day. And now I didn't look at any Pacheco unders, but they do kind of correlate with you know what we're talking about here. Right? Yep, we do. We have that too. We have that one as well. Um, all right. So with all of that, uh, now that it completely cleared out again, thank you very much for that. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll do that one. That's a nice little, uh, tidy three play for you as well. So, okay. Uh, well, that'll do it, Chris, for the prop cast. Um, again, I think that, uh, moon off is going to pretty much just, uh, fire me after this poor performance. <laughs>
Uh, sorry about that, Moon Off. I didn't mean to uh, take the keys and 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 wreck the car. Just trying to get this Prize Picks thing to work real quick is what I'm trying to do. Uh, okay, so a $100 entry, as Moon Off likes to say, will get you a tidy $500 from those three picks. So uh, once again, that is the McCaffrey more than four and a half receptions, Kittle four and a, more than four and a half receptions, Mahomes more than one and a half passing touchdowns. So, uh, all right, there officially did it. Good to go. Uh, Chris, bail me out. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media as we uh, prepare for this awesome weekend of football. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let me say this first and foremost. Uh, right. You did a great job, first and foremost. And then, um, you, know, if, um, you know, take the next week off as well. Me and Rod, we got this thing smooth sailing. You know, we up in the air. We, we on autopilot right now. So, no, nah, just kidding. We, we, want it, we want you back. You know, we do miss you. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Uh, but yeah, check me out on social media if you guys would like to, uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at Crispy Captain, two P's, two N's. I'm doing a lot of basketball stuff over there as we approach the all-star break. Uh, of course, you guys can catch me here on the podcast as well. Uh, happy, happy betting uh, for the weekend. Enjoy the games first and foremost, and uh, bet responsibly, the things that I always want people to do, man. We'll catch you guys in the next one. And definitely, you know, definitely hit the like button. Uh, you leave us a five star review, five star, five star. Uh, if you're, you know, on your podcast streaming platforms, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Indeed, uh, find me on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bio. Everything I got going on. Uh, look, I know that this is the NFL, but uh, if you're into arena football, we just launched the official Arena Football League podcast uh, covering that league. That's a lot of fun. Find it on my X as well. And, uh, and so much other good stuff. Some WrestleMania or some Royal Rumble stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, we will see you guys next week. Well, no, we won't. We'll, uh, we'll take the week off. And then unless there's Pro Bowl, maybe if there's Pro Bowl bets we can make, we'll, we'll maybe do a podcast for that. But if not, enjoy the week off. We'll come back with some Super Bowl stuff. So until then, everybody, let's break these books off and let it ride.